Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of The Commercial Connection. I'm your host, Spencer Taylor with Mill Creek Commercial, hoping to connect you with commercial real estate. Happy to have our guest on the, on the, on the line here, Jesse Limon. Jesse, welcome to the show. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it. For those of you who don't know Jesse, Jesse is a, a commercial real estate broker out in Manhattan from the Midwest, right? Correct. I'm uh, actually in, I'm in the Midwest now, so. You're in the Midwest now. Good. I am, yeah. And uh, Jess, we're going we're gonna to answer the question in today's episode, what are buyers looking for today, given all the constraints of the, of the pandemic and the uncertainty and all of that going on around? But first, Jesse, let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, a little bit. Tell us about your family, hobbies, pets, that sort of thing. Um, I've got uh, three sons. They're all teenagers. Um, I've got a dog. My youngest is a dog. He's <laughs> running around. You might hear him in the background squeaking his toy. Uh, my uh, significant other. I have a girlfriend, and she's awesome, supportive. She's been holding down the fort. She's the uh, grocery shopping authority right now during this whole thing. She's, good, good, good. She, I don't think she trusts me to go out and do it. So um, I've been lucky to have the people around me that, uh, that I do have. We kind of, we rebound together out of this, you know, the mental mm -hmm. side of the last, is it 45 days? I don't know how you said it uh, well, I earlier. Think it's like I think we're on day 39. Okay. I was like six days That's ahead crazy. of you. <laughs> it feels like four months. I know. To me, it does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, how old are your How old are your boys? So my oldest is eighteen, and I have a sixteen and a fourteen year old. Half so the middle the, the middle one's a databaser currently. He's helping yeah. out with the family business. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, are they <laughs> athletes are they into commercial real estate? So the middle's into commercial real estate. The oldest was an athlete, and he's moving on to high uh, out of high school to college. So we'll see what he ends up doing, but. Um, None of them are, you know, going to take that on to the next level. They're, they're probably going to have to use their brain like, like their dad. Uh, <laughs> use their brain, not, use their personality. Yeah, yeah. Work, so they have to work on all those things for the next decade, I think. Um, we'll get them out there yeah. selling properties or whatever. But. So you're now, help, help us understand where you're at. You're in Manhattan. Well, right now you're in, where, where are you right now? Right now, I'm in Indiana, uh, close to my three sons. Okay. Uh, I have been for about a year. I was working remotely, and I was, you know, my office is the Manhattan office for Marcus and Millichap, mm -hmm. based in Midtown. Mm -hmm. um, I was living in the East Village, and again, I have three sons, so I had some teenage stuff to, they needed a sheriff. Uh, so, I, so I've been back here, and, and also my youngest son has, has Down syndrome, so it's like, kind of nice to be able to work deals in the Midwest, continue to cultivate stuff in the East Coast and the Southeast, because it's a, it's a telecommunication business anyways. You can do it from anywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been pretty fortunate. Now, uh, all of my colleagues are in Manhattan, and so it's been hard to you know, watch the news cycle. Um, over the last 40 days, it's been really tough. Yeah. So... So let, let's, let's get into this question. Cause you know, I think it's really interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I, well, I know for sure the answer would not be the same 90 days ago, 
but what what is the buyer what is the commercial real estate buyer looking for today have their values have their preferences have their um have their has the long-term strategy changed over these last 39 days you know it's a good question i mean and and the the answer is absolutely they've they've changed and it was i mean 90 days ago i was closing on shopping strips mm -hmm. and 695 cap on a Sherwin Williams strip yeah. uh, in the Indianapolis submarket. And I'm not sure, you know, half of that was half of that currently is closed. And that that's the tenants in that shopping center nails. Um, there's a burrito place. Mm -hmm. And then there's also like another non-essential company. So I think over half of that is not paying rent. And so I'm not even sure if that asset would sell at the pricing yeah. in this current. So, Things changed about once the quarantine started uh, to where I think the 1031 exchange and overall buyers that are out there with cash are really looking at uh, convenience stores, dollar stores, uh, drug stores, the essential groceries. I had an email this, the day that the quarantine started from an investor that was a, predominantly like a shopping center buyer. Mm -hmm. um, looking for just single tenant grocery stores. Mm -hmm. That was that morning, you know. Um, so, so there's a flight to quality and safety, and safety is really at the front and center component. It used to be, if you had safety and quality, where you might be willing to take a pass on, you know, one versus the other. But now it's like we have to have some level of, you know, assurance that we're going to rent for. So on, so many months just to be comfortable buying the asset. That's where it sounds like most folks are coming from. So and that's a shift. Yeah. So take us deeper in that. What is the quality they're looking for? Uh, what's what's a buyer when a buyer looks at a potential property? Uh, you know, throwing out some terms. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, how how critical is a long term lease? How critical is a corporate guarantee? How critical? You know, what what are some elements that I don't know. Are they non-starters in today's market? Well, I think that you, so long-term lease is very essential in today's market. Corporate guarantee from a credit they want, tenant. They want 10 plus years or more? Um, you know, I'm marketing a Walgreens with 13 years and I okay. keep getting emails about wanting to see 15 plus year deals. Wow. Okay. Right. Um, so the preference is for 50, it's always been for 15 plus years, but I think not that right now is going to make any difference if you have those two years, but it, I think some folks are saying if we're going to buy right now, this is, and, and the cap rate expectations for some buyers has dramatically increased. Um, there's current prices haven't shifted. I think that they're starting to shift on some asset classes and some tenants, depending upon the perception of risk. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the buyers are going for, Credit tenants like Starbucks, Walgreens, CVS, Dollar General is super hot right now. Uh, working with a developer, we have a, a Dollar General under contract in the Northeast. And uh, eight weeks ago, he had 10 available for, for purchase. They have, about, I think they have two today that you can buy because the others are all spoken for under contract. Oh. And, the, and the other side of that is, is those developer that this developer is not currently building new inventory they're they're, they're in a stay-at-home order 
they're not considered essential. So there's going to be, you know, cap rates on single tenant for some tenant profiles may not actually come down at all. You may see them continue to stay low and they may actually come down even further with the 10 year treasury being as I think it's 0.60 today, which um, to me says that there's not a lot of good alternative investments in the marketplace. And I mean, if you look at the stock market, that's been a wild ride. And so people that buy real estate tend to be buying for longer term holds uh, because there's less liquidity there. Um, and so again, we're seeing folks that are extremely, you know, is the tenant going to be paying rent for the next three months, year, you know, two, three years? That is of the utmost importance. And if the answer is yes, and if they're an essential business, and if their credit rating is there, you know, and then you look at the location fundamentals. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's just a different, it seems like, I mean, location is absolutely necessary, but the question of is this tenant operating and paying rent is almost, you know, more important right now in some, yeah. in some respects. Yeah. Um, are, are buyers moving forward or, or do you, do you feel like deals are blowing up because of this? I'm um, deals are definitely going to be blowing up and, and have blown up because of this. I, I've seen maybe six or eight deals that just kind of vanished. Mm -hmm. um, would have had a larger big box deal that would have closed last week that um, we're back to market with because that, you know, that state issued a, a close, a closure on department stores and the tenant or the buyer got cold feet because mm -hmm. the tenant, you know, they weren't sure how long the, the tenant can actually handle this. So I saw two or three deals go away and, but I've also seen, you know, multiple deals go across the finish. I mean, I've got um, a Starbucks under contract from the first week of the quarantine. You know, that's still, that's still going. Um, I'm negotiating a drugstore deal currently and an industrial deal. Currently we're going to go to contract on two sales and that's, those are over 5 million each property. So, while I think there's a lot of stuff that's not happening, um, if you were focusing on products that were recession proof to begin with, like supply chain, um, then you probably will weather the storm if you keep active. And so like, you know, stay on the phones, keep in touch with the clients. Like I, I was just on a call with a, another client who we've been discussing the sale of a QSR uh, for a year plus. And now I think they're, you know, they're really looking at it going, okay, I didn't necessarily think that I was that comfortable before. And now I'm not sure where I'm at with this QSR. So I think we're going to sell this, but I don't, you know, and that's one of the, I don't know where QSR stands in the safety zone. Yeah. Uh, most, most around. So I'm in Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. Most QSRs are, you know, they're serving, they're serving, uh, you know, come into our parking lot and we'll bring the food out to you. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know that it, but I don't think they're as busy. I just, you know, right. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so uh, fr a friend of mine operates DQ in the Southeast and they're down 40, 50%. And, yeah. and I think it depends on your proximity to neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. If you're close to neighborhoods, you're going to be better off. If you're not, you might actually be worse off if you're, you know, on the drive to the interstate because people aren't going to the interstate, which, you know, yeah. It's a part of the, just a difference. We're, we're tapping into a different supply chain. Um, it, let me ask you about cr a credit rated tenant. First off, 
what is a credit rated tenant? Uh, and, and maybe for those who haven't been looking at commercial real estate um, leased by credit rated tenants, do you think they ought to be looking at credit rated tenants since all of this has come to pass? Um, so let's start, look, a credit rated tenant um, isn't necessarily a safe tenant mm -hmm. because like for instance, Pier 1 was a credit rated tenant for a long time and they were dangerous. So if, if you know, there's a, if you, you can pull down on Google a list of credit ratings and what you typically, what you typically will find is safer is to be above the investment grade. So investment grade or higher. Okay. Um, so that's, I think that's triple B minus and above. Okay. And so trip, triple B minus and above dollar general is now triple B, which is one rank above triple B minus. And uh, investment grade is kind of the cutoff for super safety. As soon as they pass over the, you know, unless they're on their way down. So you want to find somebody who's trending upward. Uh, and the higher the credit rating, typically the problem is, is that the yields start to drop pretty precipitously. So banks are in the four, you know, four percent cap range for like a double A rated bank. Mm -hmm. um, and so that versus a dollar general where you can approach a seven percent return annually, so yeah. closer to a seven cap. Um, Starbucks, what's Starbucks? Starbucks is double A minus. Um, I've got a Starbucks out there that's on the market for a 5.40 cap rate with a six year lease term. They've been at the site for 14 years. And so the stores that have a seasoned, uh, you know, seasoned term, long time of success, those stores tend to trade like a brand new tenure. Yeah. There's a lot of buyers for those assets. Um, what do you think about the play of, okay, I'm going to go in, I'm going to buy some, I'm going to buy some real, real estate. Uh, could be a strip mall, get a good price today. Do you think that's going to pay good dividends come three, four, six, 12 years down the road? I think the people that are doing that know the market's like stone cold. They know the, they know the highs and the lows um, of the, the bricks on a per foot basis. And they're probably paying way below what it costs to build. In that case, the you know super uh, opportunistic buyer, if they're buying it in that particular you know in that situation, they're probably once we come out of this, they're going to be very competitive on a lease per foot perspective, and so they should be fine. I think that you can buy centers in this market as long as you can afford the holding costs, yeah. and you know you're realistic that this that normal is you know, going to take a while to get back to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who, who's buying, who, who, who's buying commercial real estate right now? I mean, I have friends in residential, residential mm -hmm. realtors and, and they, them and mortgage brokers and title, they just seem to be like fatigued, right? Slow. Yeah. Everything is slow. You know, you can't, sure. you can't go in and show a house, you know, um, so residential is slowed. So who's buying? Who who are the buyers of, of commercial real estate right now? I, you know, it's it's the guys that are professionals, right? So they know they made the right plays running up to the this situation that we're in. They're sitting on a pile of cash, 
like I'm talking to multiple different developers, for instance, who one of them cashed out on a very large uh, refinance. They're sitting on 40, 50 million bucks. They're looking to solve problems, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's solve a problem for a bank or for, uh, you know, somebody who's sitting on a deal that's upside down. They're looking that those are the folks on one side of the spectrum right now that are buying. Like I've got, you know, developers from New York to California that are and folks who are not in, in that profile. Um, they're look they're liquid. They're sitting on cash. And the reason is that they know that they can buy not right now, not necessarily, but if they wait, they'll find a, a higher cap rate, 15 to 12, whatever, whatever the metric is, they'll buy something at just a crazy number, super low brick price. Yeah. And they'll be able to just wait it out and they'll, they'll knock it out of the park. And that, but again, that takes patience and savvy. You have to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the folks that I think that are doing that well, have you know multiple cycles seeing this and those are the guys i mean they're telling me to look for it for deals for them I've, I've heard it from at least six plus investors developer profiles in the last seven days and a lot of the phone calls and emails that i'm getting right now are about finding opportunistic deals so it's like next the next set of buyers that i'm seeing out there um <clears throat> for instance are folks that uh, maybe they're still working on building out their portfolio. Yeah. They're, they're in an essential industry. And so they're focused in on deals that maybe they're not credit tenants, but they can make money on. They know that if the tenant goes out, they can backfill. Mm-hmm. They understand the bricks. Um, another deal profile is the, I have a Starbucks deal that's under agreement. <clears throat> and that profile is an all cash. Well, actually, I, I believe it's, he's actually not all cash. I thought he was, but he's financing a Starbucks asset. Um, so he's leveraging it. His, and the thing is, is that this happened kind of at the front end, but this is a guy who's continued to stick with the deal, uh, private investors. And so, you know, I think what you're seeing is folks with the, with the cash that we're looking to deploy for safety are still looking to deploy the cash for safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as long as the deal is still safe, like going from, pre-quarantine to, to kind of into the quarantine period well it, the deal was still working prior to and currently yeah like those folks are making sure that the gut check is still there for them and as long as it all works out the bank's in line they're good with the deal itself the, the tenant they're they're closing i have um a 1031 exchange deal currently going you know so that's actually two two of them currently going and more coming um so the folks that are that are that have to trade are out there, and then there's others that are that are waiting for the other group of folks that have to trade. Yeah, <laughs> um, the sharks. Yeah, are you getting any past clients, landlord clients, calling you? Um, you know, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of sh- like shopping center, multiple yeah. shopping center owners call, hearing a lot of stories about you know, fifty percent rent collections from tenants yeah. anywhere from forty to. This zone is like 40 to 60% rent collected for this month. What, what counsel are you giving landlords dealing with that? Uh, you know, my thing is, is if it, you have a strong corporate tenant on the hook, you should push for the, you should push for that rent. Um, yeah. If there's no reason, um, a lot of the tenants that are extremely heavily affected and that you're worried about their ability to weather this, you know, you may be more, 
should be more willing to, if you want to keep them, you should be more willing to negotiate. Um, like some of the tenants that are super strong, but closed, where what I'm telling and what I'm seeing happen is landlords are tacking on extra term at the end of the lease, or they're negotiating like really sweet deals for the next year and getting a five-year extension. Yeah. And so we're, so we're telling them to look for the opportunity in this because there is a silver lining. So, you know, find out what the tenant really wants um, and then give, give it to them, but also get what you really want out of it in exchange. And so this is a time where I think people can really be uh, helpful to each other and also help one another in exchange. And that, that's, that's happening on a lot of different from QSR to big box retail. Jesse, this is so good. Thank you so much for sharing. Before we end, anything else you want to bring up? Um, I, I appreciate you having me on. I, I really, um, it's, it's, it's a good time to meet like this and, yeah. and to, uh, share thoughts with people I, cause, because it's harder to share, you know, to get a message across right now because you're, you know, I'm not out, out meeting and greeting people. So it's nice to network. And if people hear this and they want to reach out to me and, you know, would absolutely welcome that. And I look forward to uh, connecting on, you know, on other levels in the future with you. Well, you know, I'm, I follow you on Twitter. Your handle is at jlimonmm. And, and, you know, you, mm -hmm. you, you, I, I just feel like you give great insights. You share really good content. Um, it's not all about you, which I like, you know, you're, you're, you're sharing about small businesses and just really good content. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a great follower of yours. I, I think, I think what you're doing is, is really, really cool. I think it's, it's unlike most other brokers in this industry, in, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, a lot of respect to that. And, and, uh, I appreciate someone, that. if someone would like to get a hold of you, how can they reach you? I mean, they could start with Twitter. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> that, or if they're, uh, or if we're connected on LinkedIn or Facebook or any of the, you know, Instagram, they can always just message me there. Um, they can also email me at jlimon at marcusmillichap.com. Um, you want me to give my direct office line? You know, I think if there's a landlord out there that needs to connect with you, I think that'd be helpful. My office line, right. 212-430-5291 is my direct office line, and that'll get me anywhere, wherever I'm at. Um, and if, you know, if you don't reach me, leave me a voicemail. I return all voicemails. Love to help. Cool. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate it's a, you. It's an honor. It's an honor to have you. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you having me. It's, it's good stuff. And for all of our listeners, Thanks, Spencer. for all of our listeners, please, please, please reach out to Jesse if you have any questions and then share this episode. Share it. There's someone you know that needs to hear this, that needs to meet Jesse Limong. And until next time, <laughs> thank you all for listening. And until next time, have a great day.